الفوائس of أهل السنة والجماعة نکاح دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم نکاح دے مسنو دکھے دل کا مرہم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم یہ فرما گئے ہے رسول مکرم five minutes after 11 south african time it's a beautiful tuesday morning on our program the bliss of marriage haji sulaiman esop is my engineer this tuesday morning from now till 12 ish and of course arafat bin ibrahim hatia is the name i just i just assume or maybe i'm thinking haji sulaiman esop that uh, many many of the listeners are on holidays at the moment yes because today is uh, the 20th of uh, December 2022 which is also the 25th of Jumad al-Ula 1444 I don't know where Haji Suleiman Esop is uh, going on leave I don't know he says no Molana uh, he says uh, I can't tell you <laughs> Hey this guy yeah I don't know what <laughs> How are the listeners doing by the way Uh, it's a beautiful morning here in Lenasia you know it's it's a bit hot and uh, 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 you know the weather it 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 just changes just like that it was raining this morning when i came for my program as safina to ilal janna and then uh, after the program i see it stopped now when i'm here at work i see it's over over mashallah it's a beautiful morning it's nice and hot i was telling one of my friends that i wish i was uh, uh, sitting Uh, in a swimming pool you know because i know december normally when it's hot it's nice uh, to have a nice swim uh, are you guys with me this beautiful morning if you are just send me a message and tell me malala rafat we are with you we listening to uh, the bliss of marriage uh, wherever you are maybe on holidays and you enjoying the show so please send me a message come on send me a text on 084 uh, 786 3132 084-786-3132 International Overseas Listeners Plus 2784-786-3132 While we are waiting for our beloved Honorable Respected Fadilatul Ustad Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain Hafizahullah I want to welcome the listeners of Sirius FM Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company And I want to welcome the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba Uh, the voice of ahlus sunnah wal jamaa i see mashallah all the listeners are messaging says mulana the weather is good in durban uh, from verlam we listening to you and our beloved fadilatul ustad hazrat mulana mufti abdul qadir hussein hafizahullah hussein it's a beautiful morning today mashallah uh, on the bliss of marriage welcome to the program assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ustad wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh بارك الله فيكم وعرفات جزاك الله خيرا وصل is a listener from uh, overseas uh, they say that tell mufti ak is it okay for a mother to be bitter with her marital relationship and vent this on the child especially if the child tries to help even if it means going against the mother from overseas ustad بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد all praise due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam Before we respond to the question, we should remember and take cognizance of today is the 25th of Jumad al-Ula and Saturday night, Saturday evening, after Maghrib, after sunset, after the Salat, <coughs> we should scan the sky and look for the new moon and the crescent. It is more than 30 hours old. So the chances are very, very good, inshallah, Aziz, that we will see the new moon and the crescent. And then we should read the dua, Allahu Akbar, Hilalu khayrin wa rushdin. O Almighty Allah, Jalla 
Allah made this new moon and this new month and crescent a month of khair and goodness warushdin and righteousness the hadith is mentioned in Abu Dawood hilalu khairin warushdin second one our deen is called Islam Islam means deen one that submits surrenders to all Allah and Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lovingly willingly and sincerely thereafter we should know that deen literally means social justice political justice economic justice so now when there are rows and ructions between husband and wife father and mother and now the daughter or the son they want to see reconciliation they want to live in the home where there is harmony peace and serenity and then the daughter speaks against the mother meaning tries to tell the mother with respect that you know mommy on this particular issue you are wrong so that is exactly what islam is saying but it must be done in a respectful manner and not you are shouting and screaming at your mother or at your father if you want evidence of this open surah nisa chapter number four and verse number for the 135 all Allah Jalla teaches us Ya Yuwalladina Amanu O you who believe Kunu Kawamina you should be the real upholders and the people who stand up will Christi for justice Shuhada Allah and give testimony and bear witness for the love of Almighty Allah Walau Allah and Fusikum even though it is against yourself you must say yes on this issue I am wrong and I will validate or against your parents or against your near and dear ones so there you have it so it don't mean because it's our mother or our father so we must side with them and they are wrong that is called asabiya mm. asabiya means they ask habibuna sallallahu alaihi wasallam uhibbu qawmi ya rasulullah i love my people i say i'm an indian i love indians i'm a south african i love south africans i'm a maimon i love maimons is that wrong nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said no then he asked, what is asabiyya? Mal asabiyya to ya Rasulullah? He habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Antu inahum ala thulmin. You know that they are wrong on a certain issue, but because they speak, they speak your language, or they belong to your nationality, they are your race or whatever you, and therefore now you side with them, you assist them in their wrong and oppression and transgression, so that is haram and not permissible. So my advice for all uh, intents and purposes on this issue will be, you the children, you should have a joint strategy, all of you son daughters and say see we all can see there is rouse and ructions conflict tension between father mother let us go and speak to mother individually let us go and speak to father individually and in that way inshallah if you're sincere and you cry to almighty allah allah jalla will bring about reconciliation dua is a dua usilahul mu'min for a true believer remember dua is a very powerful weapon the hadith is mentioned in mustadrak hakim it says respected mufti ak and uh, Molana Arafat, I have a few issues. Number one is, what right does a mother have over an adult child? Number two, is she allowed to command and dictate to him or her? As an adult, I feel I need some freedom and not to be closed up in a cage. We start anonymous. Remember, brother, sister, we can never ever repay our parents for what they did when we were very, very young, when we were babies, infants, and we grew up. So it doesn't mean now that you are an adult and you know the emails and you know how about the computer works, you know how the Google and gadget works. So now we get so independent. We feel that if our mother or father tells us something, we want to call 
call it dictatorship. There you are totally wrong. You must remember that. We must fulfill everything of our father, mother, as far as possible, provided that it does not go and trample upon the Sharia and does not encroach upon the divine law and the prophetic law. So that should be an honor for us that we must now be such we can serve our parents Go read the Quran Sharif, my brother, and if you only knew the balagha, the beauty, the glory, the style, the diction, the rhetoric of the Quran. When your parents, both of them are old, they're 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, and now they're both of them or one of them, so you must then make khidmat, serve them. Do not even tell them the word oof. Oof here in this text and context means any word that will hurt their feelings and emotions. Do not shout and scream and shout them and scream at them. Yes, sometimes they will do things that to me and you looks clumsy. Sometimes they are senile. Sometimes they are very old, sickly. So speak to them in a very respectful manner. Now see, that was chapter 17, verse 23. Look at verse 24. Same surah, chapter 17, surah Bani Israel. You're flying with your degrees. You're flying with your money. You're flying business class and first class. Lower your wings of humility in front of them, out of mercy, compassion, and say, Ya Allah, Wakul, Rabbirahamhuma, Kama Rabbayani Sahira. Ya Allah, have special, special mercy to envelop and encompass my parents as they trained me, they nurtured me, they coached me, Dirbiya. They brought me up when I was an infant, when I was a baby, and so forth. So then you will understand what Islam is teaching. Remember that you, you feel you're an adult and you can do as you please when your parents tell you that you are wrong or your wife is wrong. So you say, no, you are dictating that is wrong on your part. You must remember it is the duty of parents that they must make Amal bin Maruf, Nanil Munkar, command and enjoin the good, prohibit the evil for their children, even if they are adults. Surah 66, verse 6. Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, qu anfusakum wa ahalikum nara. Oh, you who believe, Eiman walo, 89 different places Allah uses this phrase, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu. Save yourself, qu anfusakum wa ahalikum nara. And your family members, your family, your children, grandchildren, from the fire so they doing us a favor and we're getting upset is a sign of our arrogance and our ignorance i see the brother says with you respect Muftisab, i totally disagree with you because my mom i'm only 41 years old but my mom don't want me to leave the house come on Ustad. so you didn't say that initially you must say like this you you pose the question upside down so you must remember if you are married and you are 40 years old 41 years old then we will tell you from day one and especially in this day and this age you must remember it's best for all of you to live separately you live with your wife nearby you can go serve your mother your wife whenever she has a chance she can serve and although it's not compulsory but she will get great reward out of that and so forth so that is what islam will teach but the rest what i said all that is compulsory as i mentioned from quran sharif and sunnah mubarak he says was married to study his divorce yeah you see now when you divorce and all these things here yeah, so now you must look after your mother and mm. you can't look after your wife so now you must look after your mother so remember that that's the best thing for you if you want jannat and so forth when you get married and remarried then you move out. Listen to this one, Ustad. Mufti Sab, see here. My husband just returned from Qatar, from the World Cup, and now he says his money is finished. He now says we can't take zakat. He spent so much money there in Qatar, Mufti Sab. He says I mustn't message Mufti AK because the Mufti did say it is permissible, but we are not zakatable. What do I do, Ustad, in this instance, Ustad? 
I don't know which mufti said it's permissible for you to go to Qatar, spend all your money, and mm. then you go around as a pauper and a beggar and then ask for zakat. We always said to go to Qatar or to any place for that matter, whether it be in Hamanskaral or whether it be in Hong Kong or America, for World Cup and Shaitan Cup and all is haram. And all this money you spend, Quran Karim states, chapter 17, verse 27, the people who squandered their wealth they are the brothers of shaitan don't you even feel ashamed brother that therefore he told you don't sms us or don't whatsapp us because mm-hmm. he knows what is the truth now he said no we'll go and collect zakat it's haram to give you zakat you must remember you should be ashamed of yourself mm-hmm. you took half a million quarter million three quarter million one million and busted it up on shaitan remember that's what you did and now you say no we'll collect zakat to give you zakat is not permissible and you the sister the wife you must tell people <laughs> that if my husband approaches you and you must say that you can't he must go and sell all his things you must remember this all his cell phones his cars and his internet and his tv and all the satanic things he must get rid of it and he must lead a simple life and get this priority order this right in life mm. you do haram and then you look for zakat people go to casino and then they run up debts they go to escort agency and then they're busy with haram and now they say no that we're looking for zakat you can't give people like that zakat is not permissible mm. the sister says gee Muftisab, i will do that to tell everybody but Muftisab, you went for two and a half weeks he spent three quarters of the wealth to start. Yeah, that's the thing. Shaitan got hold of him. So you must remember that. That is what the media will do. The Western media will make a hype. Show me one benefit. Argentina won. What you did. Mm. Messi, Messi, Messi for us Muslims, the enemy of Islam and Muslims. He loves Israel. He's a traitor to Islam as far as we Muslims go. But the Muslims who are idiots, you must remember, they will imitate him him wear his jersey and try and walk like him and talk like him because you must remember you already brainwash with the haram activities Allahu Akbar somebody says uh, I would like to remain anonymous I have just found out I'm five weeks pregnant my husband has two kids to his previous marriage and we share a baby together Muftisab it says in brackets four months old Habi has completely shut down with the thought of another and wants me to terminate the pregnancy I've never believed in abortion muftisab and I've been in absolute tears wrapping my head around what he wants me to do. And I just don't think I can fulfill it. He's threatening to give a talaq. I took us a long time to fall pregnant with the first. What do I do, Ustad? I just don't know what to do. The straightforward issue, we are Muslim. Muslim means one who surrenders, submits to Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, submits to the teaching, preaching of Mustafa, Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Abortion in this case is absolutely haram and not permissible. And for you, you must not listen to your husband and you must tell him, I said so. The Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Mustafa, Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, La there is no obedience to any creation when it leads to a sin against the creator authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif Ibn Majah second one let's say for argument's sake hypothetically you go and you commit that abortion and you do that abortion you're committing murder so tomorrow you'll wake up as a murderess and the child that baby will ask you قُتِلَتْ Oh, mother, why was I killed? What crime did I commit? What answer you will give? So you must remember, you never listen to your husband. Let him do whatever he wants to. He came with two children. I don't know what happened to his first marriage. Did he, his wife divorce? Did he divorce his wife or his <laughs> wife passed away? I don't know. But remember all these threats and all that. You don't worry about these things. Yeah, you must tell him this is our Islam. I'm a Muslim, and I will never ever go for abortion. It will work on my conscience every day that I'm a murderer and you are guilty of homicide and next one you must read this dua now you know you are expecting so start reading and tell him also if he's got common sense common sense today is no more common 
Yet both of you should start reading abundantly. Chapter 37, verse 100. Rabbi habali mina salihin. Oh, beloved Allah, grant us pious children. Whatever Allah has decreed that will happen. But abortion, totally out of the question. Absolutely haram. And because you see today the Muslim, majority Muslim today, their minds and hearts are brainwashed and bamboozled by the West. They think the West is the best and white is right. So the non-Muslim things like that. The how will we support this child? What will we do now? And so forth. There's so much inflation, so expensive. Are we really nourishing the child? Allah says, لا You cannot kill your children with the fear of want and poverty. Remember all that are the waswasa and whisperings of shaitan. So what all Matthew Allah says, that we will be the one, that we will nourish them and we will sustain them and provide for them. Not you. You are just the superficial means. So we should be clear on all this issue. So open Surah Bani Israel, chapter 17, my sister, and read it to your husband, verse 31. Chapter 17, verse 31. And we will nourish them, the children, and for you also. You're killing them, the children, feticide, infanticide, feticide, while you are pregnant, you go abortion, is murder. Infanticide, the baby is born and an infant you kill, both are included. It's a major, major, big, big sin. Allah is telling you, so what a big, big punishment, chastisement awaits that couple who commits this crime. So you don't listen. Absolutely haram for you to listen to your hubby. He wants to have his enjoyment with you. Now when you conceive and after some time and so forth, you said after so many years or whatever you, you fell pregnant the first time. Now Allah is giving you his bounties. Allah calls a baby uh, a gift. This is a tuhfa. This is a gift, a present from Allah to you. You say, Allah, I don't want your present. I will take it and smash it to pieces via abortion. You understand the ramifications and consequences? Think properly, sister. Absolutely haram and not permissible. Listen to this brother Ustad. Uh, he's from Germiston. He says, call me Mr. Z. And he says that <laughs> I actually delay my work. Uh, I've got my own company just to listen to you, Mufti Saab. If I had it in my own world, I would have given you guys an award. I love the show. But Mufti Saab, the slow chaining is great. It keeps the wife quiet as she is scared of the dark. Well done, Eskom. Ustad, Mr. Z. <laughs> So when I heard Mullah Arafat saying Mr. Z, so I was waiting for the question, then I will say maybe you Mr. Z, Mr. Zigzag. So now, so now you are going to zigzag, my brother. You love the show. That's very good. That's Amen. great. And now the wife, you say, she don't like the dark. So the longer Eskom keeps it going, she sits quietly in the dark and so forth and so on. So she keeps her mouth zip, like you see. So that Z for zip also. So yes, you must remember. So see, I give you from Quran, from Sunnah, and from the Salaf Salih. وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ husna. When you speak to people, you must speak in a good manner. You have to speak in a proper manner. Even with your enemy, فَقُولَا لَهُ قَوْلَ لَيِّنَا Allah Jalla Wala sent Nabi Musa, Nabi Harun alayhi salatu wasalam to the Pharaoh. Today's world, nobody is Musa, Nabi Musa alayhi salam. Nobody can be in the rank of Nabi Harun alayhi salam. Today, there's no enemy bigger than Pharaoh, so and no one like Pharaoh. So still Allah said, go to him and speak to him in a polite and kind manner. Sometimes we, we get too overzealous and we speak very badly to people. That's wrong. Sometimes our wives do that, so that's wrong. So both ways it is, husband and wife and all of us, teacher and student or whatever it is. So that's one. 
Authentic hadith in Mustan Ahmed. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet was addressing, alayhi salatu salam, was addressing Abu Zar radiallahu Ya Abu Zar, speak the truth. Even though the truth is better. The tone does not have to be better. You can put honey and then shoot the arrow. So many a time we confuse the hadith. We speak in a better tone. That's wrong. So remember that. Then Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, he used to wear a ring. And what was engraved on that ring? Jirmuhu swagir wa jurmuhu kabir. The size of the tongue is small and the crime is big. You must remember that because people won't forget. So for you, Mr. Z and Madam Z, so remember the best thing what you must do is let the load shedding come. And when you know that your wife is going to blow her, you understand, gasket and so forth, just take the mains and put it off quietly. She will think it's load shedding. You understand? <laughs> So then she will keep more quiet. So that's a nice one, right? So you must just tell her, no, it's load shedding. So sometimes the woman, they can believe you also. So in that way, you can solve the problem. But best thing, the real solution, that was just lighthearted. So you must remember this, like this thing, the real solution, Mr. Z, will be that in that free time, leisure time, or any time, daily, you must do ta'aleem. Take Riyadu Salihid, Allama Nawawi's Kitab, and book on Hadith, wonderful book, and it's translated in hundreds of languages nowadays. So remember that, and in English, a very good translation. So take that and read five minutes, ten minutes. Take the works of Hazrat Shaykh, Hazrat Mohana, Muhammad Zakaria, Shaykh al-Hadis, Marqadahu, all these fazail works. So you read that, you will see, inshallah, it will bring about a change in both of you. Your house will become a home. Your home will become Dar es Salaam, a home of peace, tranquility, and serenity. And remember, the key for this is consistency. Where we fail, we'll do three days, and then four days we must sing. No. That the most beloved action by Almighty Allah is the one where there is consistency, even if it is little bit. Every day, 50 cent, one rand, two rand. It's better than the person who once in a while he gives out thousand rand. So the hadith is authentic in Mishka Sharif, Mustad Ahmad, and Muslim Sharif. So always, you want to do something, consistency is the key. Hmm. Ustad, so what if your mother is wrong? Break family ties, always bad mouth, and just causing animosity in the family. If I correct her, she gets upset and fights, cry and curse. I love her, but sometimes it's very difficult to make sabr. Ustad. Remember, if your mother or father or anybody else is telling you, you must sever ties with that person, that person, but you know that in that instance, in that case, your mother, your father, one of them, both of them, your parents are on the wrong. So remember, you must never listen to them. Why? You must, you know their moods. You know when they're in a good mood. So remember all these notes I give you. You must show them, see what Quran says. Surah 47, chapter 47, verses 22 and 23. In tawalaytum, that if you are in authority, antufsidu fil ard, you cause mischief mayhem on this earth. arhamakum, and you sever the family ties. You cut off the family ties. Now, what are the ramifications, consequences? Those are the people Allah has cursed them. When Allah curses a people, a nation, what does it mean? It means Allah Jalla Allah deprives them of His special, special mercy. Al-Ibad and Rahmatillahi Ta'ala. So that is the meaning of curse. He makes them spiritually deaf. You speak of money, they will hear. You speak about Islam, Quran, Sunnah, they won't hear. They say, no, we can't hear it. We don't understand it. 
made them spiritually blind. So therefore, it's a major, major sin. Akbarul Kabair, one of the most heinous crimes people can commit. You can make Umrah, you can make Hajj, you can make Tahajjud, five Salat. All that actions, remember, will remain one side. It will be told to the angels, Utruk Huma, leave these two people, two families. Hatta yastaliha, till they reconcile. The prerequisite for our actions to be accepted in the court of Allah, we have to reconcile. Make salam to one another. So tell your mother that no, there she is wrong, but say it in a polite, kind manner. If she is cursing and making baddua, all that falls on her, it will not fall on you. So remember that Allah Ta'ala has justice, so we must teach that, but we must do it with wisdom and so forth, especially with our parents. See, Mufti Saab, I am married for 29 years, two children. My spouse and I drifting further and further, Ustad. We have a very, very poor communication between ourselves. I feel uncomfortable eating with him on the table. Rather sit down later or delay joining in for the meals. Now, we are sleeping in different rooms when we feel like it and both seem comfortable with it. Where are we heading to, Mufti Saab? When we talk, when we talk it's as if we're doing each other favor, making small talks. If I confront him or point his errors, he can't accept it and gets upset and threatens me. What do I do, Ustad? Remember that this is shaitan's work. What does shaitan say? Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 102. يُفَرِّقُونَ بِهِ بَيْنَ الْمَرْءِ وَزَوْجِ Satan, shaitan, Lucifer will always try and cause that, you know, free, and he will cause that friction between you, husband and wife. And then to use your word, you will start drifting, drifting, and then you will become like total strangers, although you're living under the same roof. Now let us look for asbabul mahabba, that how can we rekindle this relationship? How can we bring about unity? You have two wonderful children. You married 30 years almost. So now, when last did you read the dua together? You are husband and wife. رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنَ so husband must read, wife say Amin. Wife read, husband say Amin. Your children, masum children, maybe they eight, ten, twelve years old, fifteen years old. Bring them also and for dua for them and explain to them the meaning. Oh Allah Jalla grant us such spouses, grant us such offspring and progeny that are the coolness of the eyes. What is the meaning of this coolness of the eyes? When you look at your wife, you're so happy. Ya Allah. Oh, you bless me with what a beautiful, wonderful, good wife. When the wife looks at the husband, she says, Oh Allah, Allah malaka shukru kullu, walaka alhamdu kullu, how good my husband is. He treats me with love, with respect and justice. When parents look at the children, children look at the parents, you can feel and you can see and perceive the happiness, the joy, because everyone is trying their best. So you must read this dua. But you might be reading it, sister, but you're reading it individually. No. Get the family together and you must read that. Number one, all four of you, your husband, you, and your two wonderful flowers, every day read. These are asbabul muhabba. How we can bring about the love and the, and the compassion and unite the hearts and marriage must be enhanced now. So read the 99 names of all material. Allah himself is commanding us. Chapter 7, verse 180, 180. None of you got excuse. You have ample time. Your children are on holidays. Make the holidays holy days. Tell your husband, make the leisure time and use the leisure time in the pleasure of Allah. It won't even take you five minutes. Out of the 24 hours, five minutes, read the 99 beautiful names of Allah. You memorize it 
narrate hadith in Bukhari Sharif, man hafidaha dakhala al-jannah. You memorize it, you will enter jannah. Man ahsaha, you look inside and read it, you enter jannah and paradise. So that is what you should do. Then you will come to the word al-wadud. So when you come to that word, stop there, pause there and say, ya wadudu, ya wadudu, ya wadud. So you repeat that many times, several times. Thereafter, read this dua, read with me now. You know the word, the Arabic alphabet. You say alif, ba, ta, sa, alif, be, te, se. So both ways it's permissible. So you must remember that alif. So put a shadda, a tajdeed on the lam. Allahumma alif, alif. So the lam will have a tajdeed. Allahumma alif, bayna qulubina. Marriage is not bedroom and bathroom. My mother, my sister, my daughter, and you, the husband, you must remember marriage is what? The bodies must meet. The hearts must meet. When the body and the hearts meet, then there's unity of thought. Then both of you will be going in the same direction. And then the conflict and the rouse and eruptions automatically will get removed and will be eliminated. So that is how. Third one. You must give out charity every day. Ya Allah, let my husband come closer to me. Ya Allah, let my wife come closer to me. Bring about that love, compassion. Ya Allah, make our children the stars and the deen, the khidmat of the deen. They must serve the deen. Our parents, you must remember, they never had degrees. They never, my mother couldn't even read. She couldn't even read English or Afrikaans. She could just read Quran and little bit Gujarati and Urdu and all that. But one thing, they used to sit on the musalla and they used to cry, they used to make dua, all these things. So with their barakah, first Allah's mercy, second barakah of Nabi alayhi salam and wasila, and third is the parents' duas. So you must be doing that and showing your husband all this. You have so much to go for, but now you bring about all the negativities and then you will drift further and further away. So now you must go the reverse direction how can we come closer 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 so we are a united family and in that way you will see how beautiful your marriage is it will not be hell on earth it will not become thorns it will become a bed of roses and not a bed of thorns so it's simple things remember dua second one yawadu third one charity fourth one istighfar Fourth one, Durood Sharif. So like that, Quran Sharif. And you will see Allah's mercy descending, ta'aleem every day. So a lot of issues. So you call this asbabul mahabba, smiling at one another. It don't cost anything. Just look at your husband and smile. Husband, look at your wife and smile. Look at your children and smile and so forth. So keep affectionate names of one another. Eat from one utensil. Husband, wife, eat from one plate. You, the son and daughter, eat from one so these are all teaching of Islam you must remember that you know now December look Christmas so what all the maids are gone so why you want to make more and more you understand utensils and more washing for you just eat in one plate eat we used to eat in one tali you know you take the big plate four six of us when we were in Karachi so we just eat from there and so forth so you see how it builds about that you know that unity friendship and so forth so that is part of our Islam we must remember this type of things Allah mm. beautiful words of advice Ustad. Sister Bilki says it's a beautiful day here in Johannesburg she says but Mufti Sabah would like to know about the coats of Mulana Jalaluddin Rumi are they from the Quran some say he's a philosopher Ustad. You must remember Maulana Jalaluddin Rumi Rahimamullah was a Sufi. He belonged to the hierarchy of the world of the Sawuf. So he wrote, you must remember, great, great works and so forth. But sometimes you must be very careful that certain works we won't understand because they write it for people who are in a very high level of Iman, high level of love for Almighty Allah and so forth. So he is buried there in Konya, in Turkey and so forth. Many ulama, they go from Istanbul by boat, by ship and so forth. And they go and visit. I didn't go there. But remember that his works are very good, but you must 
keep contact with some ulama also. If you don't understand, then they will be able to guide you. But remember this, that you can read it, but not you get so engrossed with it that you don't read Quran Sharif, you don't read the Sunnah Mubarakah. So first, we should read Quran Sharif. Second, we must read the Sunnah Mubarakah. Third, we read about Sahaba. Then you come to the Awliyaullah and so forth. So that's the category he fits in there. So yes, great person, and read his works, very good. If you don't understand, contact the Ulamai Rabbani, Ulamai Haqqani, the true Ulama, not the TV actors and all of them. So we speak of real Ulama and real scholars. Hmm. One more question, Ustad. Somebody says here that men get angry and upset because the ladies and kids don't listen. How else do we address this issue? If we ignore when things are not right, then it's thought to be acceptable. How do we enforce discipline when the wife always has a problem when the father has to discipline Ustad? You must remember this, the way we go about it is wrong. You as a father, mother, you got your children four years old, six years old, seven, eight, ten years old, whatever it is. Now ask yourself, your parenting, that you, when I address you, yes, you as a father, I address you as a mother. When we look at you, I'm the child, I'm two, three, four, six years old. Are you a good example to me? You will tell me don't smoke, but I see you smoking. You tell me don't watch TV, but the whole day and night I see you busy with the TV. You will tell me read Salat, but I don't see you reading Salat. Mm. So remember the best way to win our children will be with our own example. What made the master, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Sallam, the greatest and the most precious and the most beloved to all Allah in the entire universe for all times, all places, all circumstances. When he, the master, Salam, told the Ummah, read five times Salat on time, he was reading six times. Tahajjud Salat was compulsory, according to many ulama. Second one, he told the Ummah, you must fast in Ramadan. But he, the master, salam, was fasting Mondays, Thursdays, 13, 14, 15, Ayyamul Bees, the, the days of whiteness and brightness. He told the Ummah, once a year, you have to pay your zakat on your excess wealth, 2.5%. But he, the master, salam, who not allow one night to pass, and fi baytihi tibrum min zahabin, o tibrum min fidda. He would not allow one night must pass and gold and silver must be kept overnight in his hujra mubarakah, in his mubarak house. So you see, the ummah looked at that, mm. sahaba looked at that. That is what inspired them. That is what motivated them. So we ourselves, we, are, we must remember sanctimonious. What means sanctimonious? We have a double identity. That we tell our children thus, but we do the opposite. Ramadan came, come, now we are pious. The other 11 months come, then all hell breaks loose. Now it's holidays, so what's going to happen? Weekend we're going to Durban, weekend we're going to Cape Town, weekend we're going to Varambats, Wombats, Bella Bella. Mm. You see. Now you see, the mother who was in, I don't say all now, but some definitely, mm-hmm. they were in Parada, but she got her bikini on and she got the swimsuit on and mm. she's in the mix with other men and all. The husband, they, he's busy with his small, that you understand, I can't even call it a trouser because three-quarter trouser is missing, you must remember that. So he's gone and he's busy and underwater he's checking a lot of other things also, ogling away, you see. So you say, no, I'm going underwater diving, but underwater diving is checking out. So when we do all this, then you know, we're eroding the haya, the shame, the modesty, of ourselves and our children. Remember these things here. So we must be very careful what we do. So that is first step. Second step is this, that just shouting, screaming is not good in discipline. It becomes counterproductive many a time. So you have to speak to them, explain to them, and bring the love. See, I, I just give you a hadith. Then we finish, we go for break. Hadith in Tabarani, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allimu awladakum thalatha khilal. Teach your children three qualities. Hubba nabiyyikum. 
teach your children the love of Mustafa sallallahu My Nanima used to come, she my mother's mother, and she was not an alima or her. But she had what love for Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam and Islam. Twenty-seven nights Ramadan, she passed away. So you must remember, she together us and tell us stories and uh, some stories she told us till today. I can't find the reference, mm. but that's not important. She instilled in us that that is we must instill the love of Allah and Nabi alayhi salam. Wa hubbi ahli bayt and the love of the family of Nabi alayhi salam. So Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam's honorable wives, the children, great children all that and wahubbi tilawatil Quran and the love for reading the Quran Sharif. Then you will see how the Mubarak house it will be. So the hadith, these are your duties, not only shouting, screaming the whole time. So this is where we are failing. 11 uh, minutes uh, to 12, we'll go for an interval. Uh, when we come back, inshallah, we will continue with the bliss of marriage. Stay tuned. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. When it's uh, 9 minutes uh, to 12, it's a beautiful morning, and I see a lot of listeners are listening to us, mashallah. Uh, somebody says, oh, start, they pose a question saying that uh, people are greeting us, Happy Christmas, Happy New Year. And uh, how do we respond to them? And can we say, because it's Christmas, can we go out as a, with a family for a holiday, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We know that as for the non-Muslims, Christians and others, this week Sunday will be Christmas and then the following Sunday will be New Year. So when anybody tells you this, you must take out two, three minutes as a Muslim, as a Muslimah and call them and explain to them. Come, let me explain to you. When you say Happy Christmas, what do you mean? What do you understand? He will say, don't you know, Jesus Christ was born and he was this. And you must ask him, where's the evidence for that? Where's the proof for that? Come, let me enlighten you a little bit. Number one, in 1647-1647, the Puritan Parliament of Britain, they banned Christmas celebrations and they said it is a pagan custom and tradition and has nothing to do with the birth of Isa, Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. And 100% is correct. It is a pagan custom and has nothing to do with Christianity. It's not mentioned in the gospel, it's not mentioned in the Bible, it's not mentioned anywhere. People just cooked it up and brought it, concocted it, fabricated it. Number two, where was Jesus born? Nabi Isa a.s. Every person knows Muslim, non-Muslim, Christian, born in Palestine, today occupied Palestine. So you must remember the birth Mubarak, Milad Mubarak of Isa a.s. So took place in summer months during June, July. How do we know? Because there was Rutaban Janiya. There was fresh, fresh dates there. <laughs> and the Bible speaks about, the gospel speaks about that Luke, in the chapter of Luke, that the animals were going, they were shepherds were taking them, grazing with them, and so forth and so on. So it shows that will never happen in the winter months. So you must explain to them that. And second one, New Year. You must ask them what's the date today. They will tell you today is the 20th of December. So then Christmas will say 25th December. Mm. You must ask them what's the meaning of December. Des, D-E-C, in Latin means 10. And then Nov, go backwards. Nov, November, it means 9. October, Oct, means 8. September, Sep, means 7. My brother, sister, New Year starts on 1st of March. Mm. That's why December is the 10th month. But today, when you're going to write it, you're going to write 12, 25 for Christmas Day, 25th, and then stroke, slash, and 12, and then slash, and then 22. So the name of the month and the number of the month are not corresponding. December means 10, but you're telling me it's 12. It shows that something is not right. So when you're telling me Happy Christmas, but it's not Christmas, they're making you a fool. Therefore, the Coptic Church in Egypt, the Christian, they don't celebrate it on the 25th. Therefore, the Orthodox Church there in Russia and Moscow, they don't celebrate it. So it shows that they are taking the Christians for a big ride. 
when they tell you happy new year happy new year and all these kind of things so you must explain to them but your calendar is not working out so pope gregory came and he had one idol the idol's name janus not janus valus now who's you know out of prison and that so but he's named after this idol so janus it was it means you must remember he had two faces one good face one bad face that idol so the pope says no we must change the calendar therefore gregorian calendar and first month january then february another idol sun goddess and thus and so forth so they still they couldn't come right so they said okay make it 28 days for february then still they couldn't come right they said okay make every four years 29 days so now if the poor guy is born on 29 february his birthday will be when every four years you see how they cooked up concocted and fabricated things nevertheless if any person muslim non-muslim for muslim is haram but as some you get muslims ignorant people they will tell you happy christmas happy new year so if a non-muslim tells you you must say hadakumullah may almighty allah guide you to the truth say the umar radiallahu ta'ala and whose fatwa i'll start from the down and go up say the umar radiallahu anhu used to say stay far far away from the enemies of Allah during their festivals and celebrations their Diwali their Christmas their New Year their Rosh Hashanah that is the Jutla New Year and so forth so we must stay far away his fatwa in Bayhaki he Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said authentic hadith in Mishka in Abu Dawood and in Mustad Ahmad who imitates a people you become part and parcel of them Mona Arafat also asked that part of the question can we go out Christmas day we say we're going for a nice lunch on Christmas day <laughs> Christmas lunch Christmas turkey you know that's what it is <laughs> so so Nabi said whosoever increases the numbers of a people in haram so you become part and parcel of them mm. hadith in Muslim Abi Awana last one then we finish Mustafa Quran Karim states Surah 5 chapter 5 Surah Ma'idah verse 51 Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu la tattakhidul yahuda wa nasara awliya never take the Jews and Christians to be your friends and your protectors ba'aduhum awliya ubad they are the friends of one another who befriends them you love them love their Christmas their New Year their customs tradition then you will be from them Hadith in Mishkat Sharif Mustada Ahmad a person will be with whom he loves tomorrow it might happen Allah forbid a person wakes up with the Jews and Christians because you love Christmas lights and New Year's lights and all these things of theirs so brother and sister, stay far away. When they greet you, say Hadakumullah, may Almighty Allah guide you to the straight path. That is what a Muslim should do. Barakallahu feek, Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.